welcome to Kicking the Local, the podcast all about the football community in South Australia. I'm your host, Johnny Kecko, and Macron Sports Hub Adelaide are ready to provide your club with all its teamwear needs. For club inquiries or online shopping, head to macronstoreadelaide.com.au and get ahead of the game and get ready for next season. This is part two of my chat with Tracy Jenkins, former Matilda and current West Adelaide head coach in the WNPL. If you missed out on part one, go back and listen to that now. Otherwise, here is a quick refresher. Uh, we had some very progressive school teachers, male PE teachers, who put together a tournament for a girls' team. And out of that team, three of those girls, Jill Latimer, Karen Harris and myself, all made programs. And when you're thinking, you're talking about 45 years ago, yeah. how progressive were those were those uh, male, male teachers? Yep. You know, teachers make a difference. But I've always found that West Adelaide have actually been progressive in that space. Um, and, and they still are. We have the men are totally interested in in developing the women's game and um, the pressure's the same. Like yep. The first time I came to, <laughs> to West Adelaide, it was, Tracy, Tracy <laughs> you know, we won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of, I was well aware of, uh, of what that, uh, so they were passionate about yep. getting a championship. 2022 was a big year for the club on both sides of the um, of the club as well with the treble for the women, mm. the promotion for the men's mm. side as well. What was it like for you to be a part of that? We had a fantastic group. Mm. Like we really did. And the men and, you know, it's Jimmy and I <laughs> were, were, were going through the same journey, you know, like it's like, and I really like, like we chat, you know, at training, at training with chat and it was just, both surreal for the both of us. We yeah. we had, you know, we had this team and it was kind of like we had these two teams and they were, you know, the girls <laughs> and the guys trained together on a Monday night. When I say train at the same facilities, and um, you know, we were we were happy. We were happy. It was a happy environment. It still yep. is a happy environment. You know, it's a good environment. The player group are, are brilliant. So, um, but it's very much generated. <clears throat> I think Jimmy was the same around those values. Yep. You know the club, the culture of how we treat each other. Um, that no one player defines or sets, and no one coach defines or sets. Um, whether um, you know the the rules, the rules are what are the rules for us? We treat each other with respect. We show courage. We we listen to each other. We're vulnerable mm. uh, when we need to be, um, um, and the player group don't fear having an opinion. Yep. And I think that was that really, um, really, you know, set us off on a good good pathway. And uh, we don't tolerate, you know, like you walk in, I think um, the past you've walked into change rooms and you have player group over here, you'll have a player group over there and some people over there and it's just like, you know, mm. what's now, you know, we walk into, I walk into my change room, like music is on, they're all in there <laughs> together, they're all, they're all happy, you know. Yep. Um, Obviously, when they lose, they're disappointed. But but um, it's it's no it, there's no hoot pointing the finger. It's all yeah. about okay, what can we get? What can we do? How can we get better? Well, you're all dancing the Zorba at the end of it <laughs> at the um, Service FM Stadium after winning. Yeah, it, it, it's it, the culture. You know, like yeah. it's a respect thing. Yeah, you know, it's a great club. Very important. Their culture is very important. Mm. And you know, we Zoe, you know, her family, the whole connection in there. 
Um, so that was that was special for all of us. You know, it was really special because we understand that. Mm. And you had no well, Nicole Tilly. She's left now, but yep. she was a, a big part of it last season yep. as well. Um, but you've managed to well, you lost uh, Liv Branley, who went over with um, Nicole. But she's back at the team at the club now. <clears throat> how's it how's it feel to have her back there as well? Great leader. She's she has changed the dynamics in and around our team because she is a very vocal. We had a a very vocal, uh, constructive individual who who is a good player as well, um, and and she came in and Lara came from overseas as well. So, yep. Lara, so at the same time we had two really really strong players come back into our into our squad, um, which made a difference. Again, um, one of the positive things about Love Liv is her she's courageous. Like she's she, if if players. She wants to train at a certain standard and she, she will tell players if, if it's not at the yeah. standard that it needs to be. So it's pl- a lot of that stuff is player-driven, um, but in a good way. Yeah. And a player that's uh, a standout in the league as well is Rachel Quigley. Yeah. Her character. Oh. <laughs> she's She is – Rachel is a great player, but she's actually a really great person. Yeah. Like we have a junior – we obviously have junior girls who train at, with us as well. And the amount of time that she spends with those girls, mm. you know, she, she doesn't have to do that. But just even to say hello, yep. just just touch base and, you know, that's the kind of person and individual that she is. And it's, um, she's, I've seen her on some of the interviews she's done and just it's the character that mm. she has, it's, I think it's it's great for the, the game mm. to have someone like her playing. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's been a part of it for a long time now, mm. you know, and, you know, she's, She's been at a high level for a long time as well. So, and she's a game changer. Now, let's talk um, about the Women's World Cup because the what's the vibe like at the club um, at West Adelaide with the, the playing group and everyone around it ahead of this World Cup, knowing it's only very short short uh, wait away from uh, kicking off. Yeah, no, they they are very excited, and it's gone. It's it was very interesting earlier on because it's like Trace, you know, we've got a. We want to go to these games, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, now who's not going to be here? Who's going to be here? Who's going to be at trainings? What's going to happen? And then obviously we've got the two-week break. So, yeah, I, I, you know, again, it's about recognition. It's yeah. about being valued. It's about, you know, Liv's excited about the Lionesses. Yeah. Obviously we've got a Canadian, Yaz, who's Canadian, who's really excited about what's going to happen with you know, the Canadian team and all of us are Matildas. We've got a, mm. a, a swoop, a sweep going. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Tilly involved in that as well. Yep. So we've all got, we've all got teams. And so we're all, uh, they're all, uh, they've set that up, which is brilliant. Well, Leah, team, well, who'd you get? I got Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> fingers crossed. Tilly and I. Oh, got you're together. <laughs> yeah, so Tilly and I got Vietnam. So we just, you know, just that little fun, the fun that we have. So yep. the, the whole team's on that. So. Um, and there's a bit of banter that goes back and forward with that, especially. And I think what, especially um, with uh, Canada and, yep. uh, you know, that's going to be tough. Um, mm. So for us to be in that group um, and have a Canadian in our team, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Is there any plans to watch it together? Or um, I think there. I, I think a few of the girls are going away. We'll certainly will be watching together and having the WhatsApp on yep. going. Right, <laughs> yep. right, what's happening here? So, yeah. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know, Liv I th- Liv's taking off over to England for a couple of weeks, I think. So she'll be she'll be working, obviously watching from there, watching from a distance. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, every every one of them. 
and our junior players as well will be watching it. It's yeah, looking I'm looking forward to it just as a spectator to be mm. able to see something like this um on our home soil is gonna be incredible. Yeah. It is. It's surreal really, isn't it? You kind of think, wow. And um, to have such quality and, and just, you know, as a, from a coaching perspective, it's just about, you know, what are those problems that are going to be set up? You know, mm. what formations are they going to be playing? Who are going to be the key players? Mm. You know, what can you bring, what can that, watching that bring to your, <coughs> to your game and to your players? So there'll be some key messages in there as well. And how cool is it to have um, countries training here as well that are, you look at China's based here, Panama's based here. There's um, other countries that are going to be coming in to warm up prior to the World Cup. Um, and then you've got England uh, and all that playing here. It's going to be incredible to be able to witness that. Oh, it is. And, and you know what? And there's people out there, and you, you know, we talk about the Federation, the Kimberly Conti, and all those people that are working so hard behind the scenes. Mm. Um, you know, yesterday I went out to uh, the uh, State Centre and the, the amount of work that Kimberly Conti was doing in mm. and around that around that space and what an amazing woman she is and yeah. how much how hard she's working so um we just take for granted that those pitches are going to be great but yeah. there's a lot of people in south australia key administrators that are you know are working tirelessly lots of hours to make things uh look like mm. they were just there you know, yeah just happened yeah. so i'm um, really 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 um we need we need to think about yet yeah, that doesn't just happen. No. You know, and we've got so many volunteers last night. Um, we, there was a lot of people that were putting their hand up to say, you know what, well, I'm going to be driving. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to be meeting the dignitaries, you know. So how exciting is that mm. as well? And those people that are going to be volunteers in our state are actually going to meet those players. They're going to yeah. be with those players. They're going to be driving those players. And, and they are so excited about it. You know, not just the players, these are volunteers that are yeah. going out there and doing that. And all these volunteers are yeah. either players or volunteers at clubs in, yep. our, in our league. They're involved, some referees and mm. people that are administrators in our in our game are all putting their hands up. In, in the period where they've got three weeks off from the game, in, it's like a busy period as well, mm. that they'd all taken off. And they could go and relax, spend time with their family, but they put their hand up to, yeah. to um, volunteer. And you know what? When they go in there, they'll have all these experiences, and again, they'll you know they'll be able to come back and then mm. o- offer us how can we how can we do things better? You know? Yeah. And at the time, obviously, it's stressful right now for for those people, you know. And again, I you know take my hat off to Kimberly, who's who's been arranging all that and getting all those volunteers together to coordinate it um, over the you know over quite some time. Um, now to see that. Once the once it's settled and it's done, there's a lot of pressure in that space mm. to go. You know what? Wow, look what we just did. Yeah, you know, some you know, got to be proud of them. We're proud of our players. We've got to be proud of the people in the background as well. Absolutely, there's a lot of work going on that people don't know about. That's absolutely right. Mm. It's um, well, it's good to, for us to be able to see the back the back end of stuff because mm. a lot of people make comments about stuff but don't mm. realize how much work goes oh. into it. It's um, and also that talking about the pitch as well, Service FM Stadium. It's looking immaculate. Yeah. At, at one point, it was, it was incredible, and mm. to think that the, some of the players were playing on that in the lead up to it, but now mm. it's obviously off. Uh, no one can go go anywhere yeah. near it at the moment. <laughs> yeah. FIFA's taking hold of it, but yeah. it's cool that once the World Cup's done, we're going to have the, uh, that grass is going to be immaculate for the final series. Um, and also some other local pitches as well. Well, it, it's inter- interesting that you say that because um, we are going to 
we are preparing to do, taking some of our local players, selected some of our local players to actually play a match at Coopers to test some stuff in there. So Wow. Yeah, so that's happening soon. And those young players that get involved in that will be able to be on the same pitch that the, that the World Cup players are going to be on. That's pretty cool. How's how's that all get selected, or how's that all work? Oh, it's you just know? A, yeah, it's just it, it's just something that's in the pipeline at the moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So testing it out, and uh, that'll be a cool experience yeah. for these yeah, players. Yeah, cool to experience for them. I mean, we've played at Coopers, obviously. Like, yeah. When it was High mm. Marsh, but some of these young players haven't, so it'll be good. And what? How young are you talking? Just oh, 16, 17. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's a cool memory yeah. to, to, to oh, be able absolutely. to say I tested yeah. and warmed yeah. up that pitch for yeah. the uh, yeah. the World Stars. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And that's the thing about this World Cup as well. It's creating uh, opportunities and experiences for the generation that's not – well, they're going to enjoy it now, but it's also going to give them an extra kick to keep going and push harder for the next generation so we keep having experiences like this, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it will. I mean – you need role models, don't you? Yeah. Um, and and the big thing about that as well, it's not just about the girls, girls seeing that you know they can they have these amazing role models, and that could be me one day. It's actually uh, other people who may not be so positive about women playing <coughs> football or, or soccer will go. You know what? They can actually play. Mm. Um, they're actually really talented. They're actually this is a beautiful game. Yeah. And they play a beautiful style of football. So it brings that to the table. It brings brings more people in. Yeah, and we'll talk about um, that as well, that mentality people have. I have conversations very regular, regularly with people that have the exact same thoughts that they're not – well, not – they're open to women's football but yeah. they're not understanding on how, how good it actually could yeah. be Then the World Cup is going to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's – a ta- it's, uh, it's a very technical game. It's a, it's, it's a different – you know, obviously now we're – you know the the pace of the game is getting quicker. Um, the 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 people, the coaching group that you've got in there now, you know, brilliant coaches. You know the best coaches in the world bringing these women over, um, and I think that's mm. you know. And when they get that, when they get the right, when they get the right people in the right places, um, yeah, you'll see you'll see some fantastic football. The mentality these people have right now ahead of this World Cup. Did you see this exact same or? Was it worse when you were playing? Oh, it was much worse when I was playing. Yeah. You, you weren't allowed – you're not – they weren't allowed. Football was not considered a sport for women. Mm. So essentially, yeah, if you played it, there was something wrong with you. So, that, yeah, we fought those battles very much. I mean, uh, again, some of the abuse that you, you – yeah. you, I personally um, was subjected to as a, as a kid playing the game um, was uncalled for. Yeah. Unnecessary. And and you but, but you just loved the game, so you played it. Um, very different now. Um, uh, f- football is is um, accepted as a sport for women. Yep. Um, now and and it has become one of the most popular uh, sports for women. But it was definitely not like that when I was younger. <clears throat> How did it feel to to play what you the game you're loving, but having those people um, make comments and abuse you? Is that is it does it Put you off a little bit, or yeah, did, did it? It, it? It didn't put. It made you just feel like. Um, it made you feel like. Oh, you know, what's wrong with me? Yep. No. So there's there's those. You know, uh, again, it's about being valued, isn't it? It's about being valued, and if you, you know, you can you can have an influence on someone by by um, by the, by your words. Yep. By your acts, 
Um, and again, we talk, we, we link that into, yes, that was my journey when I was younger, but you know, the journey that the girls are going through now is the social media journey. So, and that's very difficult Mm. as well because there's some uncalled for comments um, in that space as well. And they're all behind a a fake name sometimes as well. Yeah. So they can say whatever they want. But again, we've got the campaigns now, the the federation, the respect campaigns, those Mm. things are so important to call that out. Don't vote, don't be a bystander. Yeah. You know, and I'm so... Uh, proud of the girls saying, you know what, no, we're not going to accept that anymore. Yep. And it, but again, we talked before about what is needed in that space and we do need to train our girls in mm. the media space, in the social media space, not but not only about how they present themselves but also how do they cope yep. with that, um, mm. with the banter that comes in in that space as well. Well, the people that make comments about the game or don't think it's a, a, a good enough sport do you think we should waste our time trying to change an opinion or just is there a way to deal with it? Well, I, I, look, I don't – you know, some people you're never going to change their opinion, are you? Mm. But then some people do. Some people will grow. Yeah. Some people are influenced by other people. Some people are ignorant to because they don't, haven't had exposure to the game. Does it make it right? No, but I think people can grow. Yep. I don't think we just go, oh, no, let's not let's not might try and make change. I think we have to make change. Yeah. Um, whether, you know, just because we, you know, we don't give up on them. Yep. I wouldn't be giving up <laughs> on them. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully uh, when the World Cup does hit, yeah. it, they uh, we, even if we change just a couple of people's opinion on it, when they see how big it's going to be, there's going to be, I, I, I hear there's going to be um, some cool stuff happening on match days, like marches and stuff. When you see the atmosphere like that with the Brazilians, especially in mm. the English, um, we all know how passionate they are, they are yep. about football. Um, hopefully things like that will probably show them how, how great the game can be. Yeah, well, when we talk about how many people are going to be um, at that first game, mm. you know, I think that's going to be a clear indication that, you know, we're here and we're here to stay and, yep. and um, let's, just, let's just move forward. Absolutely. Are you going to any of the games? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm working, but oh. um, I'm definitely going to be – I'm definitely going to be uh, watching for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to going to – I've got my tickets to the final, yeah. so I'm looking forward to going yeah. to that. I'm hoping the Tillies can make uh, – they can make it all oh. the way. Could you imagine? Oh, Matilda? It's Matilda's incredible, isn't it? And we, we look at – there's a lot of those those uh, Matildas that have been there for quite some time, you know. Yeah. And that, then there's, you know, that seven that are on debut. Yep. debut and you think, what a great – what a great balance. Yeah. What a great balance because you've got the experience there but then you've got the energy, the real, you know, mm. that young, that youth, um, you know, who's going to be that one that steps up and, yep. and comes into that. Well, we've mentioned her name a few times but Charlie Grant's, she's making her World Cup yep. debut. She's uh, only very new to the Matilda setup. Yep. and uh, how cool is that to hopefully she, I reckon she's, I've got the feeling that she's going to be making a big name for herself on an, on the world stage on, during this tournament. Yeah, she she will. She's such a lovely girl as well. She's yeah. such a lovely person and individual, and um, so great for her that she's she's reached, you know, that pinnacle of her dream that she's worked so hard for mm. and made so many sacrifices for, and you know whatever she does, yeah. you know she's there. Um, she does her best, and you know what we'll we'll be proud of her. F- yeah, whatever she does in there, and you know what fantastic. She gets in there and scores a goal, like yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? (laughs) Brilliant in front of eighty thousand people as well. That would be unreal. But you know what? Just being there, yeah. Just being there and being a part of that 
that's a massive achievement. Mm. Um, but she'll do her best. They'll all do their best and I'm sure they'll make us proud. To be even talking about this, uh, what if this does happen or that? We never probably thought 10 years ago that we'll be uh, talking about this, that uh, we could be having these moments happening in Australia. Yeah, no, absolutely not. We would not. <laughs> we would not. But, you know, uh, yeah, it can't, it's kind of snuck up, snuck up on us. Yeah, really? yeah. You know, when you look at it, it has. But we're here. Yeah. I, I personally cannot wait for it. And then also Hamas Stadium, all the games here are going to be exciting to, to see. Cooper Stadium, we know what it's like when we see LA United playing there. Mm. It's pumping. Mm. But to see uh, the English uh, fans and the Brazilians down there, and we know how loud the South Korean fans can be as well, <laughs> and Chinese fans, yeah. well, all of them. But it's going to be unreal to, to hear them at Cooper's. Um, and I think that's when we see our first game here. When we see it on TV, Matilda's mm. obviously playing, mm. it'll be real. But I think for South Australians to see Cooper Stadium um, holding one of the yeah. biggest tournaments in the world. And it's not just about yeah. what happens at Cooper Stadium, is mm. it? It's about what happens in and around that. It's yeah. about our venues. It's about our retailers. It's about the functions that we're going to mm. have. It's about those little kids that are going to be wearing the shirts with our with their heroes on the back, yeah. you know. And those, <coughs> you know, and then again those messages that, you know, Look how happy mm. these girls are. Yeah. Look how happy these girls and boys are um, watching there. And all those, you know, little boys as well going yeah. out and, and watching those girls, uh, watching those women play football. So it's going to be exciting. And, and, yeah, the different cultures. Yeah. Uh, different cultures. Again, mm. what an experience. What an experience for our kids uh, to actually be in that environment and to have those conversa- conversations about the different cultures and yeah. the things things that that brings the inclusive environment. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking forward to most as well. Mm. I'm going to try and get out to everything. I've pretty much told my work that during the World <laughs> Cup, I'm not available <laughs> unless it's lucky. before 10 a.m. because there's some <laughs> games that kick off at 10 a.m. in New yeah. Zealand. So I'm like, yeah, anything before that, I'm, I'm not going to work because I want to yeah. make sure, I want to soak up every second of it, whether it be down at the FIFA Fan Fest, which is going to be cool, yeah. um, at the games or watching it from community clubs as well because – don't only look at pubs. There's also yeah. opportunities to go hang out with Brazilian clubs or yeah. actual soccer clubs that are actually going to be holding their own events, um, which will be cool to, to be a part of because you think about some of these nationalities that are uh, they're going to be in the World Cup. So they're going to be holding their own viewing parties. Well, you look at, um, you know, we've got Japanese girls playing in our yeah. playing in our league yeah. right now, you know, studying in South Australia and playing in our league. And uh, how, how good is that? <laughs> yeah. You know, they've got, you know, that, you know, that's again, that blend, that uh, cultural uh, experience for them, you know, they've, and the banter within the clubs mm. and the atmosphere there. So, and we've got, um, we've got Cote playing, you know, in yeah. our league as well, you know, so we've got, it is a, a multicultural yep. in, in our local league. So um, for them, brilliant. Well, well, for Cote as well, it's going to be bittersweet for her oh, because yeah, it is. Yeah. Ha- uh, Haiti is the team she they lost to, the country they lost mm. to, and they're going to be playing here in Adelaide. Yeah. So it will be bittersweet, but <laughs> it, it is cool to have someone like her yeah, playing absolutely. in our leagues, an uh, international player playing mm. here. It's things like that that just makes it Well, exciting. you look what she's um, brought to um, Flinders. Um, yeah, I've you obviously as a coach you're watching games and the confidence that the, they're playing really really good football and she's mm. directing them and she's moving with them she's linking in some some players that have come from you yep. know that have, you know and they're starting to get to get some wins and the experience that she brings and generates and the positivity and the belief that she 
generates is fantastic for the for that club. As a rival club, how do you feel having seen what Flinders United are doing since they've um, teamed up with Cumberland United and obviously Flinders University together to form this club for female footballers? Mm. How's it feel to to see clubs doing this? It's great. Mm. Um, you know, having been uh, in the game for a very very long time, the more people we can get playing and the more um, collaboration to make that happen. It's great. We can learn a lot from that. Mm, absolutely. Well, uh, I can't wait to see what uh, the game's going to be like in a couple of years' time once this all settles down and hopefully it doesn't disappear. Um, hopefully people can keep it going. What's something like for, as, as a former player and current coach that you think that we need to do to try and keep the momentum going from – because it feels like in the last couple of years it's been growing quick, like very mm. quickly and it's it's got to a point where everyone's excited um, for this World Cup – what do we need to do to try and keep it going? I think we just have to look at uh, – yeah, it's a big question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, again, I'll, I'll talk about it again, but it's about linking in with each other. Yep. Like setting goals. Like what do we want, you know, and, and not working in silos, actually going what do we actually want? Yep. And how are we going to support each other through that? And, you know, as a state, you know, and again, if we do want to move forward, we've got to look after our referees. Because we have got to look after our administrators, we've got to look after our players. Yeah. Because it's a holistic overview of what we need to do, formulate that plan, get some key players in place for that, um, and then self, you know, uh, reflect on the things that you do well. Yeah. But also reflect on the things that you can do better and be a bit vulnerable in that space mm. um, at every level, at club level as well. And like I said, um, often it is. Everybody's got good intentions, but sometimes um, people, you know, it, that 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 doesn't they don't always meet yep. to talk about that, and that that can sometimes move people away from one another. <coughs> Whereas I think if we we're actually all work together, believe it or not, if we all work together and had some difficult conversations, but actually embedded that with respecting one another and saying, well, what's our key goal? Our key yeah. goal is to make football great in South Australia, to continue to just pump people through the through these programs and and to facilitate some good environments, good structures, good facilities, you know, to support our referees, to respect our referees. Mm, it's a big one. Yeah, to to and to acknowledge the people in the background. Mm. I think we're halfway there. Do you think those conversations are beginning to happen? I think so. I think um, referees, a lot of the stuff, and I'll speak about referees, a lot of the stuff in and around referees, um, you know, there's a lot of work, there's a lot of information that's coming out now about how difficult that role is mm. um, and about they are human beings yeah, and we need to respect them and I think that, that there probably needs to be a little bit more work in that space. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, we, you know, um, we do need to, and and you know, having our values and the respect campaign mm. and, um, are important, um, but then also holding people account for accountable when yep. they, when they do absolutely. Yeah. And I agree with you with the the referee side of things because I know yeah. from I was naive to what actually referees go through until I've seen the first hand now, and it's it's they play a big part in our games, um, and without them. Mm. We wouldn't be able to have a, a, a game of football, and they go through a lot as well, unfortunately. Yeah, and as a coach, you know, I've, you know, I have, you, you know, I've had some, you know, things that I think, oh, 
goodness, what happened? What just happened there? And you're, you're emotional at that mm. time. Um, but I think a referee once said to me, "Tracy, you're going to treat me all right," you know. And that really <laughs> that sat with me because it yep. was like, you know what? Come on, yeah. You know, it's a game. We need to treat people properly. Yeah. Need to treat. And that check in encouraged for a referee to say, you know what? I want to be treated with respect. Um, and a check in, and then you check yourself and go, yeah, I, I need to do that. I need yep. to make sure I do that. Mm. So, but we are pa- we are all passionate, but passion does not excuse poor behaviour. So. Um, I think, you know, we do need to um, do a little bit more work in that space. Yep. And the same with, you know, the way, you know, coaches and, you know, spectators. Yeah. Um, but we call out that behaviour. We check our own behaviour. Mm. And, again, we can make some movement in that space. Well, let's hope so. And let's hope that uh, there's none of that happening in our Women's World Cup because it's, it's going to be an exciting time. And oh, I, yeah. I cannot wait to see uh, how it's going to all pan out and uh, looking forward to Spending as much time and soaking it all up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, before we let you go, though, one final thing I'll do with all my guests is the kicking it question. So who would you love to kick it with on the park? Anyone in the world? Anyone in the world? Mm. Oh, a very long time ago. Yep. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, you can do it any. You can do it now, whenever you want, or uh, whatever whenever you I, want. Whenever I want. Who would I want to kick yeah, it all with? Anyone could be anyone. Doesn't have to be. Well, it can be football related, oh. obviously. But I mean, I've got to say, an Australian, don't I? <laughs> oh, you can, yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, I think. I think. Um, Really, that's that's quite the question. I mean, that's a question I, I, I kind of look at all the players and there's been been some uh, fantastic players and I'm Well, there's no hard rules. You can you can choose a whole squad or whatever you want <laughs> if you wanted to. Nah, I'm go, I've, I've got to go with an Australian. We'll go, we'll go with Sam Kerr, I think, Sam Kerr. Oh, that's a beautiful yeah. one. That'll yeah. be great. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how she does because yeah. her, uh, her name is very well known across anyone, even if they're not football fans. It's incredible, isn't it? To see yeah. what she's done. She's um she's a fantastic role model. Mm. Um and she's she's strong. Yeah. She's a leader. Um and she she's not afraid to say what she believes in. Yep. Um and that takes again courage. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the final question, who would you love to kick with on a Saturday night? Like so relax, sit back and uh, maybe have a drink or whatever you whatever you like doing on a Saturday night, watch some football together. Someone locally, someone internationally. I think, um, again, we talk about – there's a few people and I'll put in here and we talk about people that I would like to talk to about their experiences and obviously yeah. Moya Dodd is one of those because of her – the way that she has, you know, travel around the mm. world and the experiences that she, she's had, no doubt, um, the change that she's seen. So she'd be a really good person. Di Algage. Yep, um, another one, and, yeah. And her journey and um, – how she feels about women's football now, um, and um, so I think she's a she's a good person to would be a good person to sit down and say, mm. you know, on reflection, um, how's it gone? Um, Kristen Swaffer as well. Kristen Swaffer, um, who also has had that football journey. Um, uh, Jill Latimer. Yep. Um, Jill Latimer, who went through. Before me, believe it or not, and still coaches, uh, juniors, did some work at Fulham. Um, she's an, a fantastic person as well. Um, and, you know, those are the types of people as players that you'd want to sit down, but there'd be a whole list of players, of not just players, but of yep. people, administrators, um, and su- a surgeon um, uh, who, who basically was the stalwart of South Australian football and uh, made sure that, 
it was established um, with a few others at that time. Um, fantastic people with so much experience. Yeah. Anyone internationally you'd love to check in there? Well, not really. We'd love to keep oh, it just local. No, I think we just keep it local. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, but um, some great names there as well. Yeah. Um, and you talk about some of those names and what they've done and for the women's football. And um, it's it's great to just to see some of those come out of South Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you for joining me, um, Tracy. I've really enjoyed having a chat and uh, all the best with the future. And uh, hopefully next time we uh, catch each other that uh, the Matildas are hopefully, fingers crossed, the World Cup champions. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> but anyway, let's just all hope right. the women's game is more talked about in the in the oh, future, sure. and we look forward to to seeing how it all goes. All right, thank you. That was the head coach of West Adelaide and former Matilda Tracy Jenkins. Make sure you subscribe to Kicking It Local wherever you get your podcast, so you can get a taste of the SA football community. Plus, follow at Kicking It Local SA on Instagram and Twitter, so you don't miss any of the action. See you soon.